eternity. You don't need people anymore. Nothing you can do about it. Content. Nothing you can do. Content. You will be mashed up, cut up, repackaged for someone else's needs. The world's largest hotel chain owns no hotels. Are we manipulable? The world's largest retailer has no inventory. Manipulable. What's I can't talk. And the world's largest media company creates no content. Yeah, we're not producing the content. Um. We're allowing users to to share. I hereby declare this to be an unlawful assembly. It's expensive. Your content. You know what I mean? It's like the sounds that are used are not cheap. My content. They're very expensive sounding sounds. That sound, right? I just had to get used to it. I want to know what they're talking about amongst themselves. And I want to spread that content to the people who aren't this content yet. It's normal for some things to come to your attention. And we're back for another episode of Are We Content? Where I'm your host. They call me Mr. X indeed, but you can call me Chud. And with me, as always, is Moral Bob. Bob, how are we doing tonight? Man, always good, brother. Tuesday night's a good night. Tuesday. It's where it's at now. <laughs> it is, man. I like, I love it. I look forward to it, especially we just kind of randomly came up with a topic that was kind of spontaneous mm-hmm. um because uh we you had sent me something about comedy yeah it was the yeah. stuff with uh john um, Benj- h john, john benjamin, benjamin. <laughs> and if you don't know who john benjamin is he's the voice of archer and bob belcher yeah and he's a he's an offensive comic like that's what he does it's been doing uh, it a long time yeah, and it's it made me fondly remember the day where comedy could just be comedy, mm-hmm. you know. And we seem to have gotten so far from that. Like, mm-hmm. you can, dude. And I, the only person that seems to be able to pull it off is Daniel Tosh. For some reason, yeah. that dude can talk shit about anybody, and nobody cares. He's like untouchable for some reason. Is he doing anything right now? Have you seen from him in a year or two? I know he did. Uh, he did like I, one last season of Tosh Point after pandemicy shit. Did he? Yeah, but I think he uh, he like filmed it in his garage, kind of a thing. Really? <laughs> yeah, with a fake mind. Fuck. What managed to do to everybody with that shit? Yeah. Um. I haven't like I quit watching Tosh.0 years ago. Um, it just kind of got too ridiculous, right? Uh, like I love Daniel Tosh. His his first like big stand up comedy show is still top five all all specials. Yeah, um, Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor, George Carlin of everybody. He's top five. He's like, right up there. I'm with you. He, his first one is so good and he is wildly offensive and he's just this skinny little like rich white kid. And it's amazing. I don't know if that would have been his first special. I know he's got, I think he's got a couple, but I remember hearing about him on the radio, uh, like on the news on the, you know, like the top of the hour news on the talk radio station that I listened to at the time still do sometimes, but, uh, it was um, that he'd like he. They were like canceling him 
back then. I mean, this was like, I want to say 2012, 2012. And they were, and he'd made jokes on his new special about rape and they were saying, uh, uh-uh. uh, like, <laughs> but I, and I hadn't really watched Tosh.0. I was aware of it. I knew the concept. I was like, sweet. It's America's funniest, funniest home videos, but with YouTube and limitless and, uh, I didn't realize the extent to which it was funny and how he was <laughs> extremely offensive. It's like the it's it's like the white person's version of the Chappelle show, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like um he he but he's way more offensive than Dave Chappelle. Oh yeah. Like Dave yeah. Chappelle doesn't have shit on Daniel Taj. There's uh like, Dave Chappelle was provocative. Like he did a bunch of shit you couldn't do now either. There was one comedian about that time that uh, his name's Anthony Jesselnick. Do you ever, yeah. you ever yeah, yeah. see him or hear him? Uh, I saw his special and <laughs> it was fucking amazing. He like went straight to it with a joke. He'd put it into different. It was a joke that I knew forever. It was one of my favorite, most offensive jokes that you could tell just about anybody. However, he starts it by explaining the joke before he tells it because he was realizing that most people in the audience might not get this joke anymore it was a joke about eric clapton no shit the way i knew the joke was uh what's the difference between a baby and a pound of coke eric clapton would never let a pound of coke fall out of the window (laughs) i knew where that was going but he sets it all up by like talking about who Eric Clapton is, like why you should know who Eric Clapton is and that he had a son who died and this is how he died and that he had, you know, his, he's famous for his song cocaine and <laughs> all this stuff. And he's like, okay. And now for my opening joke. And he pretty much tells that joke. And it was like, oh man, this guy is going straight fucking for it. However, I saw he had uh, a Twitter uh, blow up everybody looks stupid when they fucking talk shit on Twitter kind of a thing. You know, this is, this is a while ago, but with, uh, with, I don't know if I'd call him my boy, but someone that I do still appreciate in comedy, not that he's in comedy, Owen Benjamin. Oh yeah, dude. Owen Benjamin was calling Anthony Jesselneck out for being a fraud and a fake and ripping off jokes, which I kind of get like just what I just explained. He just told an old joke. You know, the, a joke that was passed around forever, but he's doing he's just doing it like it's his own material or something. But I, at the same time, it becomes his material by having that whole build up and explaining it and all of those things, you know. But uh, what do you think of Owen Benjamin? Um, Man, I got mixed feelings about him. I don't yeah. know if he's controlled up or not. Um, I'm not positive. The fact that he has this big cult. Yeah, you know, the bears, the bears, and, right? Uh, so that, I'm involved with some bears. Um, I I've met cool guys that that you know are we, in that we bear used his, community. We used his um, uh, what's it called? Bear Terria, his uh, his yeah yeah his his deal, just to see like, huh? I wonder. And sure enough, there was like a small group here in our county, not quite where we're at, but you know, within within driving distance. We went and met up with them, and it turned out I actually already knew a couple of the people. They were just kind of freedom-minded people, and every one of them said almost exactly what you just said. They were like, yeah, I like Owen, but I don't know about that culty-ass bear shit. None of them had the bear name. 
because you know everyone's supposed to have a bear name like i'd yeah. be chud bear you know you'd be bear bob or bob bear no. moral yeah, bear you know something yeah. like that like no thanks and all of that is so stupid and i'm not into that it's very childish right yeah. like and so so when there's someone like owen right who was like being catapulted to stardom and he's fucking hilarious. Like, yeah, he is. of he course, just that. as a comedian, he wouldn't. I mean, he he got canceled. So Owen Benjamin got canceled for making jokes about trannies or no, he it was against um like child pedophilia or something. Yeah, it was, he, it was he something was just, like that. He was like correlating. I remember uh, him being think, on Tom like, trannies to. He was on Tom Woods around the time he got in quotes canceled or whatever um and it was over he it wasn't even making jokes he was just he, he was calling it out he was like i don't think it's cool that we're giving uh uh all uh these drugs you know these hormone treatments to to children that's not okay right. and he wouldn't back down people were like no 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 you gotta back down and he was like no i'm not backing down and he just kind of refused it wasn't even based in humor it was just him expressing right. an opinion and people told him he needed to change his opinion and he just said no. And yeah. they kind of even gave him an option just okay. So shut up about your opinion. And he said, no, I'm not going to, this shit's wrong. You guys are fucking pedophiles. If you're, if you're saying otherwise kind of a thing. And that's when they said, Nope. Right. And that led him to, he did a special called uh, persona non grata. And uh, that was fucking amazing. Dude, he's, <laughs> a, he's, he's an amazing comic. Yeah. And he's the one that got me to realize we didn't go to the moon. Right? Oh, okay. Like, no shit. He was on he was on Rogan and he said wild shit. You uh -huh. know, he was like, Man, all the rocks they fucking brought back were like petrified wooden shit. And like he started telling saying all this crazy shit. And so I started looking into it. I was like, Come on, that can't that yeah. can't be right. Yeah. Which is the same thing I, I do for just about anything that I hear. I'm like, that can't be true. Uh -huh. uh, let me look on the internet and see if that's true. And I start looking for information to debunk what I had just heard. And I was just like, oh, fuck. Everything he said is right. Like, yeah. All right. So that's, that's a little weird that, you know, all of the, the rocks that came back from the moon were either classified as petrified wood or um one of them had brass uh-huh in it and it's just like that's a fucking man-made metal this is not a natural also, metal to have there's also you can see it. like news articles of a lady who had a moon rock that she wasn't yeah. supposed to have and the fucking cia came and fucking raided her house and took it and said it wasn't her property it wasn't her husband's husband was friends with someone at NASA who like gave it to them in like an enclosed, she'd never even studied it or anything. It was like an enclosed, uh, an enclosure, one of those glass enclosures or plastic yep. or whatever the heck they're in. But it was a real, real important that they get that back. That's interesting that you were there with him on that. I, I was mm -hmm. listening to him a bit at that time. Um, that was after he'd been on Tom Woods and, um, I had a cousin who was listening to him all the time. And he was like, dude, you got to listen to Owen Benjamin, man. He's talking about all that moon shit that you're always going on about. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, he's got a shit. But but and this wasn't a this wasn't a deal breaker for me at the time. Uh, he thought that Flat Earth was fucking retarded. 
just Mm -hmm. like it's fucking retarded like don't go there quit quit commenting to me about that this is he was on youtube at the time i think like quit making comments like i don't want any of that shit you guys are fucking retarded and uh i was at that i i hadn't really as i could put it started my flat earth journey in quotes um but uh but i had i had experimented with talking about it and i i knew there was something to this whole flat earth thing that you shouldn't just poo-poo it you know what i mean and right. I heard him doing that, but it wasn't enough to like stop me from listening to him at the time or anything. But I, I actually listened to him more and I listened through, I ended up listening way more than I ever anticipated as I heard him come around to becoming flat earth. Dude, and it was a weird journey to watch. I kind of, I kind of followed him on that. And that was, I don't know that I would credit him with that for myself, but, um, I definitely wouldn't have thought about it as much if I wasn't checking out all those live streams that he was doing. <laughs> yeah, dude, he was like, no, no, this can't be fought. Like he's going through this internal battle. Like yeah. you could see it was, the look it on was his no, face. Like this, this is impossible. Can't be, this can't be right. Like what the fuck? Until he gets to the point where it's like, no, this is impossible. It has to be a flat earth. It's impossible. It was like a six month ordeal. Yeah. Not that I was listening. I mean, but he now was... he's. I mean, the the problem with him is he's he's got like he's starting beefs with people. Like it's just gotten really. Yeah, dumb. I don't follow him enough to know what he's up to at all. Well, I uh, I was in a flat earth group for a little bit on Telegram, and uh, there was a lot of those bear dudes there. And they would post a lot of shit about fucking Owen Benjamin, their God. Yeah. And I watched some videos and I'm like, man, Owen has fucking either, either this was the intention the entire time was for him to eventually look completely fucking insane uh-huh. or he's gone completely insane. Okay. Like one of those two things, but this dude, like this is not looking good for us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like this is a bad look, guys. Like we need to distance ourselves from this dude now. Like, like yeah. no, no, you get to go. You stay on your farm in Idaho, man. Just shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Like just shut up. You're not doing the freedom, free thinking movement any favors anymore. Do do <laughs> your cult thing with people in real life. Don't bring it out to everybody. <laughs> you know, right. that's kind of the way I see it. Dude, he's uh, just like, had like some I mad say, beef. I know some of those, some of those bears, but none of them are in quotes bears. You know, they don't, they don't subscribe to the whole thing. They just like we did, we use that uh, app or, or whatever to, to just find some people. Right. And they're all cool. Some of them, like we, we hang out with on the regular, you know, they're all younger people. They're younger than us anyway. You know, like, yeah. Uh, married couples who are they're all like Christian and they're all they all listen to Crow you know yeah which like, I'm dude I'm cool with all of that if 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 we're gonna have a blossom of a population I want it Owen Benjamin fans that listen to Crow triple so. yeah right right <laughs> like I'm okay with that yeah it's not the worst it's still they a little could, culty we can, we can do it's worse still a little culty but I'm still not going to be a part of the cult <laughs> right. but yeah okay. I'll hang out with you guys and talk about shit but I want no part of your cult thank you right. very much I'm going to pull away from here for a second but we'll bring it back to Owen Benjamin in just a moment a different Benjamin we talked about John Benjamin uh and that thing that I sent you, that was from his show, John Benjamin, Dri- John Benjamin has a van. Uh, 
which was probably just one season comedy central sketch comedy that was so fucking good and the thing i sent you was about a guy that uh invented the term hot beef injection (laughs) it's it's just absurd but that continued on and went all the way to that that what he was what he he died so sad because he was known for hot beef injection when his true what he truly cared about was his phrase that he came up with god hates fags (laughs) 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 um and it's uh but I, i i point all that out just to point out that show was probably 2009, 2008 yeah, or nine. Yeah. And that shit, John Benjamin's not that fucking cool anymore. I guarantee you. I don't know. I don't follow him. I, I can't tell you. Probably not. But even if he is that cool in his head, he's not that cool outwardly. That he's right. saying things like God hates fags multiple times in a sketch on television. Maybe uh, he was an, an offensive comic. Like he, like he was... You know, oh, absolutely. Like that was his thing was to be offensive. I'd I'd like um, to think so, but at the same time, I look at Bob's Burgers. Bob's Burgers fired Jay. Uh, I forget his last name. He was one of the Mister Show guys. He played uh, uh, Jimmy Pesto across the street. What? Uh, and they fired him because he was he was at January six. Because that guy has some because because that guy's like a he's he's openly been a conservative like all the way through his comedy career they fired him two of the main writers on there i don't remember their first names their sisters or something uh with the last name molyneux uh same as stefan molyneux but not related and they are both trans they used to be women and they're like activists in that those two are still on there and jay I'm forgetting his last name got fired. So, and he, and, and John Benjamin didn't. So he's at least yeah. keeping his mouth shut. Like right. with that, with that Owen Benjamin, you, you either need to take back your opinion or at least be silent about it. He's at least being silent about it. Right. But yeah. um, when the Bob's burgers movie came out, I was like, I'm such a Bob's burgers fan. Yeah. Um, I, I love that movie. It's, I mean, that show is probably, my favorite show it is so great or otherwise uh, i'll just point these couple things out about it um is uh it's created by well, did you ever see home movies cartoon called home familiar. movies or an even older one called dr cats um yes. yeah dr cats yeah. home movies another one that no one's heard of lucy daughter of the devil um those were all lauren bucard who's the creator of bob's burgers oh. and there's some very similar, some huge similarities between all of those and that. But he created it with another guy named Jim Dotrieve. Jim Dotrieve, Dotrieve might ring a bell as Bill Dotrieve from right. King of the Hill. He was one of the creators of King of the Hill. So it's like King of the Hill and okay. home movies, at like so, some of the some of the greatest people in humor <laughs> came together to create Bob's Burgers. And uh, yeah, Bob's Burgers is I'm it's it's top of the line as far as I'm concerned. It's epic, man. I love it. And when the movie came out, I was like, fuck, I don't I don't know that I want to watch it. I told Kaylee like a hundred. I was like, yeah, I don't know if I could see it. What did they do to jump the shark this time? (laughs) Right. Like it was I think it was right in the middle of like the covid nonsense, I think, or, or towards the end of it. Yeah. Kind of when theaters were open back up, we saw it in the theaters. Were getting so a little bit better banged. about shit, and uh, 
And I just, I was like, eh, I don't, I don't want to get it ruined. And yeah. then we finally reluctant, I, I reluctantly was like, fuck it, let's watch it. And it was good. It was yeah. good. I was, it, I was happy with it. It played out like, okay, like a, cool. like three episodes in one, you know, or right. something like just That's one was. long and it didn't feel too long. It didn't feel like it dragged out. Like it was not like, cause the show doesn't rely on a concept of the 22 minute format that is a sitcom right. or whatever, even though it does fit into that. It doesn't seem to rely on that. And the movie really proved that that's the case. Um, so around the same time as John Benjamin had a van, uh, there was another sketch comedy show that was on Comedy Central. There were like three of them all back to back. It, like one would get canceled and another one would come in. There was uh, John Benjamin has a van, the Ben Hoffman show, and uh, uh Pretend time with Nick Swordson. Oh, and shit. all of them were fucking amazing. Nick Swordson's show in particular, one of his most reoccurring cast members was Owen Benjamin. So that's really? that's how I'm pulling this back to us talking about Owen Benjamin there. Really? And Owen Benjamin has some of the greatest lines in it. I've even told you one when we weren't recording, uh, when I was telling you about me and me and Lanny pretending that all blind people are faking and that it's a big <laughs> conspiracy, that's from that show, Pretend Time, and it's Owen Benjamin. <laughs> Someone turns to him and says, that, that blind guy was faking? How many blind people are faking out there? And Owen Benjamin looks at him serious as shit and says, all of them. <laughs> all of them all. are faking. That'd be uh, fucking hilarious. <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, Ben Hoffman was also fucking amazing. I'll point out Ben Hoffman's show because of it was so offensive. I mean, nothing on that show. If you could pull it up today, I'm sure that it's been removed. People um, have been canceled for such small shit. <laughs> like, the, the guy, the guy was, a, he was Jewish. I'm pretty sure he was gay. Um, he, but he, like held he did not hold back at all there there's like one sketch where he's a football coach and he's screaming and yelling at all these kids like a like a high school football team and uh he's like yelling at the black kid you know black kids are only good for two things rapping and tackling people and i heard you in the showers you can't rap so you need to get out there and tackle people and i'm looking at you <laughs> i'm looking at That's you amazing I'm looking at you, hook nose over there. What the fuck are you doing on a football team in the first place? Why the hell would a Jew play football? Oh, that's right, because you want to get the quarterback. Um, <laughs> like, this is Comedy Central, like primetime television, dude. Back when you could offend people and it and it didn't, it was okay. It was everybody funny. would just laugh, or a couple people would be like, "That's not funny." And those shows were all like back to back. One would get canceled and then another one would take its place, it seemed like. And um, that was, I'm going to just say, in general, about 2010. 2010. That's only 13 years ago. And that shit, all three of those shows, I'm pretty sure they would just be banned today. Like, you probably can't get them on Amazon. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, like, yeah, it's the ones that... that you know, you, you can find, but you have to pay like some insane amount. It's Sarah like $30 Silver an episode. Sarah Silverman program was before all of those. And I don't I know if you ever that. saw that. That was yeah. extremely offensive. And I say that in the most positive way I can say something. <laughs> it was right. extremely offensive and hilariously funny. Like one where she spends the whole episode in blackface because 
she's trying to tell a black guy that being a Jew is the hardest thing a person can do. And, uh, and he's like, no, try being black for a day. So she goes, Oh, maybe I will. So she puts on blackface and she goes out and about her day and everyone treats her like shit because they hate her because she's wearing blackface. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But that, okay. So that uh, a friend of mine tuned me into this. If you go to Amazon, you can buy that show. You can buy all the episodes, but there are episodes that aren't available. They're like every third or fourth one. And like that one that I just described is one of them. It's gone. You have to have an old DVD. That's the only way you can see it. It's like it's been scrubbed. (laughs) Dude, that's just straight up rewriting history and shit. Uh Uh-huh. It's rewriting that it's it's what we can say. It's not important history or something. It's just humor. But it's the it's. We're, we're rewriting what happened in the humor world. We're taking that away. Um, it's, it's absolutely fucking stupid. Now, all of this, I brought up the Nick Swartzen in there. Uh, I just watched Buddy Games 2. It's called Buddy Games Spring Awakening. Did you see Buddy Games, the first one? I didn't, no. It's, it's 2019. I think it came out in 2020. Uh, it, was, it was okay. It was good. I liked it. Um, it was uh it's about it, i mean it's it's part of the whole fucking system it's a bunch of it's a bunch of dudes in there who are like 35 to 40 none of them have kids none of them are married and they play these buddy games where it's um it's like obstacle courses that they set up for each other and they kind of just beat the shit out of each other <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice the, it's 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 pretty good it's it was uh it was produced by the WWE you know Oh, uh, high quality, high quality, yeah. but it was starring Nick Swardson and uh, James Roday and a uh, few other few other people. Dax Shepard's in it. Uh, doesn't doesn't nearly match his idiocracy um, <laughs> performance, but oh, fucking Christ. So I watched the, the sequel and spoiler alert. I wasn't absolutely thrilled by this movie. It wasn't it wasn't groundbreaking. It wasn't the best anything I've ever seen. However, it makes fun of woke on high all the way through. Really? It is making fun. Like I heard the most woke shit I've ever heard in that movie as a joke or either as a joke or making fun of a real statement that someone might make. At one point, a guy says, well, you know, I hope you enjoy your rest of your summer. And they're like, uh, excuse me. Like you do realize that it's not the same for everyone. Right. Right now in Australia, it's winter time. You can be a little more inclusive with your language by saying, have a nice August instead of have a nice summer. Could you, do you think you could handle doing that? And he's like, no, I don't think I could handle doing that. <laughs> I can't do that. What the fuck are you asking me to do? And there, and the whole thing was laden with this woke shit. They were these dudes in their forties are hanging out with young people and the young people are trying to correct their behavior constantly and they're all just nope, swat it down. Not happening. <laughs> That's interesting. That might and, get me to watch it. Just and to, for that alone, that I, like aspect. I say, I, in the grand scheme of things, it's not it's not the funniest movie. It's not the greatest movie. There's there's some. If I wanted to like really be critical of it, it's got some serious writing flaws. The way it flows in from the previous the seek the the prequel, the first one, is uh you know like there's huge elements that are just completely left out that should be addressed and stuff like that. But, um, you know, 
as forget all of that if you want to see a stupid movie that's not woke and in fact i would call this movie anti-woke yeah you should check it out hell yeah if you can find it anywhere it's uh <laughs> I, we, we rented it from prime okay it was, right. it was uh it was three three bucks on prime to watch it for a night we just um i just showed the kids a peewee's big adventure oh yeah paul rubens just passed away right right so it keeps popping up uh-huh. on amazon right it keeps it like as a suggested show peewee's big adventure keeps showing up so i was like all right fuck it we're gonna watch it you know we're in memory of the great peewee herman mm-hmm. the public masturbator that he is <laughs> um and so i still think his best performance is the spleen um, yeah have you seen mystery men oh that was his character yeah yes yeah yes. Dude. <laughs> mystery men is so good um but uh yeah so it kept kept popping up and we watched it and there's some crazy shit in that movie like yeah. we're watching it kaylee like um that movie gave me nightmares whoa large marge large marge that whole fucking buildup, I distinctly remember the first time I saw that. <laughs> and I was like on the edge of the couch, like, oh shit. And then when she turns and there's that claymation, now I see it as claymation <clears throat> where their eyes pop out of her head or whatever. I, I was like, I ran to my room, like, <laughs> and I couldn't, I couldn't get that out of my head, like trying to sleep that night and shit like that. Dude, but that, that was, it was crazy. That was a quality fucking movie. I haven't watched it in a, in quite a while, but I've watched it as an adult, and you know it's it's, uh, it's interesting. It's written by and Paul Rubens, directed by Tim Burton. Yes, which I didn't Annie know Elfman until does today. The soundtrack, right? I that? didn't know it was a, it was Tim Burton's directorial debut. It was oh no, his shit! First movie that he's ever. I did directed. not know that. Wow. Yes, it was his first directorial, like where he was the director. Yeah. So. I saw that and I was like, oh shit, this is a Tim Burton movie. It explains so much it, of the movie. Like, it feels like a Tim Burton why. movie. Yeah, as soon as I started watching it with the eye that this is a Tim Burton movie, I was like, okay, when his bike is now. first stolen and he goes to that clown that he had had it chained to, and the clown's like laughing and it's like a statue of a clown that's like turning back and forth like oh man so many things from that are like burned in my head because yeah, not only do i re- distinctly remember that first time i then every time we were at a video rental store that was all i ever wanted my my sister and my mom like hated taking me to a video rental place because they knew exactly what i wanted to get before <laughs> we got there peewee yep that's all i want that's all i want <laughs> <laughs> you know and and dude that he's he's a creepy dude man like he had um peewee's uh peewee's big show or something like that in mm-hmm. 81 oh the, the that, tv show yeah he had a tv show before peewee's oh, playhouse i know about this i never seen it but i know about it right um well, it was adult. you can get it on amazon but it's like uh, it's adult, right? Thirty dollars a season. I don't know. I'd never seen it before. I'd yeah, only it, seen Pee Wee's Playhouse. It was intended for adults. Like Eighty-five. Eighty-five. That sounds about right. You want to know? Fun fact. Fun fact from the residence fan that's sitting here. 
uh the residents did music on peewee's playhouse on that uh on that show didn't they and uh there's even there's even some episodes i have the entire series on dvd because there are episodes with the residents in it they're cubicle eyeballs that would dance around in the in the playhouse with them and that's supposedly the residents under those doing their iconic eyeballs but they're cubes instead of instead of uh round <laughs> interesting yeah yeah dude there was a lot of people on that show uh what i remember the most like i saw it as a kid and then i i saw the episode as an adult but it was still like forever ago it was like 10 15 years ago when i saw it as an adult um and it was an episode where the genie in the box right mm-hmm. so the genie had gotten he was just hands. a floating head uh-huh. and he got his hands and he was like y'all are gonna have to give me a minute there's something i've been wanting to do for a long, a long time, time. <laughs> and he shuts the freaking doors to his box yeah. and i saw that as an adult and was like oh, oh. <laughs> that dude's gonna go choke a chicken like just like paul rubens did in real life okay all right <laughs> like fucking a man that's crazy uh <laughs> all right since we're on paul rubens it's off from the comedy topic but have you ever seen the horror film the tripper i don't think so it's fabulous <laughs> it's a slasher flick it's nothing more than a slasher flick it's just a a, a, a shitty flasher slasher flick in one sense but it's uh Paul Rubens is in it. He plays a um, a, a uh, what is it called? Music festival um, uh, curator. He's he's putting on a music festival out in the woods in a conservative small town. But he's like a, a big city music guy, and he's going to bring all these bands, and they're all going to play in the woods. And there's a crazy person who does not want this music festival happening, and he dresses up in a Ronald Reagan mask and axe murders all these hippies who are high on hallucinogens and it's <laughs> fucking awesome <laughs> it says it says currently unavailable on amazon the tripper yeah. <laughs> that's too bad currently unavailable and I, in the cast it doesn't even have paul rubin maybe they've gone oh, super woke he's he's so important to that movie he's he's yeah. a dick he just plays an absolute dick who will do anything to make sure the show must go on he's not peewee herman at all in that one he's david arquette of the royal family arquettes yes is that's, the director of that movie that's his film so yeah you know wow. take it for what you will but it's a fun watch <laughs> if you're if yeah. you're up for a, I'll for have a to shitty see if I slasher can find movie it. yeah i love a shitty slasher movie man i you know, I grew up in the '80s and '90s when the shitty slasher movies were big. This was this falls right in line with those, I, except I it's made later. That shit. Jason Mewes is in it too. Um, uh, uh, Jay from Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> he's he's a stoner. He's one of the people who are tripping. <laughs> you know, that's amazing. Yeah, so it came out in 2006. Jesus. Yeah, that, that simultaneously ago. seems not that long ago and forever ago right that's coming on two decades ago before we know it that's going to be two full decades ago. i'll be 45 (laughs) in a week and it's 
like fuck man the world's changed so much i'm old as shit now and i've seen so much change like i used to i used to think that like really old people had lived through the most interesting shit like old people that i would talk to in the 80s and 90s I'm like man y'all have lived through some crazy shit well they're all dead now and we've lived through significantly crazier shit i would like, think so like you can't even be funny anymore you can't it's like not allowed we watched um at the beginning of the year we got on amazon netflix netflix and there was the best comedy of 2022 and if you really want to see the state of comedy right now go on netflix and watch the best comedy of 2022 It is like an hour and a half of the most atrocious shit I've ever seen. We didn't laugh. This is the title, the best comedy of 2022. Right. Okay. Okay. And we didn't laugh the entire hour and a half. Yeah. We were just looking at each other like, when is this going to get funny? Uh huh. This is terrible. Right. Like it was all super woke, dumb fucking bullshit. Mm hmm. And it's like, man, y'all are trying way too hard. Like, if you're trying, even if you're trying to push the woke culture and narrative, you're trying too hard. Like, this isn't how you would do it. Like, you you still have to be funny, right? That's the part <laughs> they miss because some of the some of the the uh, like stand up comedy that I've known to exist. I'm not even going to say I've seen because I haven't really watched it, but. It ends up being these woke people who are lecturing. They're giving lectures mm-hmm. rather than being funny. Yeah. And that is such a disconnect from the concept of you. First, you need to be funny. That's like rule number one about comedy. Right. <laughs> you know, it's and, and, and if you're George Carlin, you can be funny as shit and make people think. And you right. can make people think. Right. There was a. There was a girl we watched on Amazon recently. Her name was Michelle Wolf. Okay. Um, and man, she was hilarious for about the first 45 minutes. Uh-huh. And then she started talking about abortion rights. Damn it. And I was just like, Yeah, fuck you. To get that out damn of damn it. Yeah. Like you were this close. And it's not even a matter of that close. that I disagree with what they have to say. It's that this is supposed to be comedy. Be comical. Try to be funny. Like, I, I'm not even trying to be the funny police and 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 be like, I know what's funny and you don't. Um, that's it's that they take a sharp turn <laughs> and stop trying to be funny. Right. It, well, it's they want to lecture their audience. I am okay being the arbiter of what's funny or not funny, at least. Uh huh anything woke is not funny it's not funny it's it's not ever gonna be funny like you have to be offensive to be funny like i'm with you there like like the best comics in the world were wildly offensive wildly offensive and i think that we've intentionally gotten away from that because um it 
it, like we're heading towards demolition man right like yes. you can't hurt people's fucking feelings like right. they are making it illegal literally making it illegal to hurt people's feelings it's fucking disgusting and like, it's happening what quick the fuck are we doing here i, I was what starting, are we doing i was starting to get there with pointing out that those sketch comedy shows that i was talking about were ju- yeah. a mere 13 or so years ago right that's a short time there's an even shorter way I can see it. Uh, the I watched Dodgeball a while back. You've seen that? So good. So fucking good. And it could so not good. exist today. It's it's available, but it's not something that could come out today. Um, I more recently watched Balls of Fury. You ever seen that? It's uh, about I ping think pong. Seen, it's, it's a ping, ping pong. pong. Yeah, yeah, I think I've seen parts of it. I don't think I've ever sat down and intentionally It's, it's no masterpiece. It. I'm not uh, I'm not particularly uh, hyping it, but I did watch it. And um, there were they made so many gay jokes. They did so many offense. It was just offensive things. And it was written and uh, like put on by the the people who did Reno 911. Oh, yeah. And like those guys used to be really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and they actually kind of are still. There's some newer Reno 911. Um, we watched it. We we it's on the roku uh app and we downloaded that to watch the weird owl movie which was genuine comedy i really liked that um but um it uh we watched this this newer reno 911 post covid and they were like making fun of covid and shit and that led us to watching a movie that they made that's all about um the um the whole uh, what's it what letter is it q the whole Q thing. Oh, They're, Jesus. It's it's like it's like called Reno 911 in search of QAnon or something like that. And they tried to track down who QAnon is. And I don't know. It was it's like they're actually making jokes with these things. They're, it's not mm-hmm. being woke and they're making jokes. Those things were just on the line of that they could exist. But watching Balls of Fury, they couldn't they couldn't do that today. They wouldn't be allowed. Dude. They would get that talk that Owen Benjamin got where they said, you need to either change your opinion or at least be quiet about your opinion. You can't make fun of gay people. Tropic like, Thunder. Tropic Thunder. Perfect. Dude. Perfect example. Could you imagine them trying to make no. Tropic Thunder today? Oh, I can imagine it. And it would get shut the fuck down. What do you mean, you people? What do <laughs> yeah. you mean, you people? <laughs> what do you mean? And the whole you went full retard, man. Yeah, <laughs> you dude. never go full retard. Making fun of retards. They're addressing race in a comical manner. You know, uh the, it's it's so many things about that show, uh, about that movie just wouldn't be allowed today. Robert Downey Jr., I am surprised, is able to have a career. Honestly. These, these movies are newer. I know, I know, I'm sounding old. Tropic you're, Thunders, you're practically 2008. 2008. It's, um, it's so Tropic Thunder is a little bit older. I can't remember when Balls of Fury was, but as I finished watching it, yeah, I was I like, oh shit, this was so recent. And yet it is so not okay today. Like a, a blind man essentially accidentally having sex with a man. 2007. And oh, it is older. Okay. Oh yeah, that's the one with Christopher Walken in it. Yeah, Christopher Walken. Uh, uh, there was something I swear was changed though. I swear it was changed. I remember it so well, and I think that they they swapped it out as we watched it on whatever wherever it was available, one of the current apps, right? And um, 
there's a part where Christopher Walken says, you know, welcome. We're going to play some ping pong or as the Chinese call it, ping pong. I remember that so well. <laughs> and in this, he says, we're going to play ping pong or as the Chinese call it, ping pong. I don't know. That yeah. was that was the only I mean, that kind of stood out. Andy it's, Rooney. Yeah, he did a role where he was a, a straight up Asian guy like, oh, it's all oh, yeah, yeah. I don't think I ever saw that, but I've, I've heard of that yeah, old yeah. black and white movie. Like, uh-huh. you know, like where the kids... and that was like he like got awards for doing it. And mm-hmm. now now they don't even want like not trans people to play trans people. I know. Right. And it's like, just what? like you realize that's like one actor, right? Like, if we can only have a trans actor that's good enough to be in this fucking movie, the the woke culture canceled a movie that Scarlett Johansson was going to be in. It was like a big budget movie, and Scarlett Johansson was going to be a tranny, and they were like, no, she can't be a tranny. She's a cis white woman. And so the fucking production company was like, fine, we'll just not make the movie about a fucking tranny where they're the star. Okay, cool. They squat like they they eat themselves. The they stupid do. Woke look at the look at the Simpsons. Uh, I don't know if you keep up with the Simpsons, but the Simpsons uh, have removed Apu. Apu's got nothing. Oh to do yeah, with the show Hank Hank Azera or whatever his name yeah. is. But then we yeah, also have he went all woke. Uh, Doctor Hibbert, the <laughs> doctor who always yeah. laughed. He was a black doctor yeah. done by one of the white cast. Mm-hmm. They've recast him as a black man, and he just doesn't. It's just. It's not the same. Same with Carl. Remember, he had his buddies, Lenny and Carl. One yeah. was white, one was black. The black guy's been recast as a black guy doing his voice. Um, it's so uh, dumb. So well, dumb. Here, here's one for you to just think about what couldn't exist today. Cleveland show. Oh yeah. The the Family Guy, and I'm pretty sure it was the Family Guy guy, uh, Seth MacFarlane, who did uh-huh. the voice of Cleveland. A black man, the lead. He did role, like most the, of the voices. The yeah. lead, uh, the lead character of this cartoon was voice was a black man voiced by a white guy. Can't do that anymore. You can't do that anymore. It's what so dumb? It's um, it's the dumbest shit in the world. And like, I don't understand. Like, I really don't understand it. Okay. Like, like I, I mean, I get it from the point of view of the people that control everything. Like, I understand why they're doing it. I don't understand why anybody's going along with it. Like, yeah, you have to be extremely brain dead to not just be like, what are you fucking like, dude, shut up. Well, and especially <laughs> to change things. I think the Simpsons kind of gets at the heart of it in a sense of that. Um, OK, let's paint this in the best light and say that. People have uh, evolved the way they see race relations and they no longer and an individual doesn't think it's okay for a white person to do a black person's voice. Okay. Okay. You're stupid, but okay. Don't write anything like that anymore. What you don't want to do is retroactively apologize for what you've done in the past. And what you really don't want to do is continue for it. Like I think the Apu solution of taking them out, is sort of better than recasting him in a way like right, but look they're they're but whitewashing the everything right the simpsons like, shouldn't exist anymore it's been on for 35 fucking years look, <laughs> you it, know we can't have 
the you know the black cultural icons anymore there's a meme i saw recently and it was like um it was like the quaker oats guy uncle ben aunt jemima the land of lakes indian and like somebody else right and it showed like a timeline of each one of them disappearing to the point to where it's like present and it's just the quaker oats guy and it says progress and it's just like yeah you fucking dummies like you're deleting the non-white cultural icons like Mm -hmm. what the fuck man like this is stupid can you not see that it's stupid and there used to be the meme of the land of lakes one where it's like they removed the indian and kept the land because uh-huh. it's still called land of lakes but there's no more indians but there's no more indians <laughs> <laughs> well and that's what all of this ends up leading to is total segregation total like if we okay if we can't if if we're if they're a crew of five people and they're making a cartoon and all five people happen to be white as is likely due to population <laughs> right they're just not allowed to have any black humor in there right? right like by today's standards like so now we can't like you just have to you need to make if you're white you need to make pure white comedy and if you're black I guess you can mess with white people. I don't know if that's, I don't know where, where that would be at on any of it. Well, but. we're very much in the times of uh, uh, like Lenny Bruce, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's not okay to say certain things and you'll possibly fucking get arrested. Mm-hmm. Like, like it's crazy. It's fucking crazy. If, if Eddie Murphy tried to do delirious or raw today, they, people would attack him viciously. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, you're talking about trannies and fags. That's not okay. Like, like you can't do that. And it's just like, and here's the thing. It. Like, can you know can't what? Y'all just fucking laugh. He would say, "Okay, I won't." <laughs> that's yeah. the shitty part. Like, okay, people can say that, but that doesn't. That's not affecting Daniel Tosh, probably. You know, right. uh, that's that's not. A, that's obviously not affecting Owen Benjamin. Um, I I get the feeling it's not affecting Nick Swartzen and the people who made the Buddy Games movie. Um, you know, it's but there are but most people are being affected by it. And it's just like like any conversation we've ever had about COVID or anything like that. It's like it doesn't matter if you're if there's a few people who are standing up when everybody is sitting down, when everybody is going along with the program. If right. if 99% of comedians go along with the people who are funny i'll even say go along with the program then it's gone then it becomes such a fringe thing that it's okay i mean i'll still be into the fringe shit but it's um it it, (sighs) a complete restructuring of our culture as far as humor goes right yeah i mean you're just not allowed to be funny anymore Mm -hmm. like i'm telling you that netflix special best of 2022 man that really shows the state of comedy now Cause it's just, it's just trash, man. Um, and I just don't like, is it because laughter is the best medicine? And so they just don't want us laughing. I'm and into so they've that. intentionally destroyed comedy because if we're out there talking to each other and laughing and hearing offensive shit, but still laughing about it, then, then we're not taking as much offense to everything. And it's harder to divide us 
you know, because we're just like, man, fuck off. Who cares? Like, well, because that's at the core of all of it. And I think you know that. And I think I know that. I think anybody who's really thinking about it knows that the, 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 whatever powers that be that are telling us to, that are telling comedians to stand down and whatnot, it's because they want us divided. They mm-hmm. want, they really want those buddy games guys to make an offensive movie so they can cancel it. Mm-hmm. You know, like I didn't really think of that till this moment, but it's not going to surprise me if that movie gets canceled. It's only a few weeks old. Um, you know, it's... yeah, but they can make movies bashing men, white men, fucking whatever oh, yeah. they want. No, they can that make things totally that are offensive fine. to you and me. Yeah, they can totally make things fine. that destroy the American family. And that's offensive to me. That is genuinely offensive to me. But they don't care. That doesn't matter. It's not that they're actually worried about hurting any anyone. And I say anyone's feelings. It's that they want a specific narrative to come across. And if it steps outside of that, you canceled. You canceled. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, people like Louis C.K., they didn't, he didn't even do anything that bad. Yeah. Like, like, and he was like a progressive leftist. Mm-hmm. Like, and they fucking destroyed him. Destroyed and that was the him. Me Too. Now, shit. granted, he's still super fucking rich. And yeah. probably living an all right life. Uh-huh. But, you know, he was about to put out a movie that was going to make a ton of money. He was big time. He had a TV show. Like, he's he probably all right, like you say. Big star. But I don't care how all right someone is when you've taken away their passion. Right. You've taken away his passion when you talk Over when some you, nonsense. Over, yeah, him. Over wanting to jack off whatever. in front of somebody with, who was a willing participant. And and that was in the <laughs> that was in the Me Too era. Me too. Really fucked a lot of shit up. Um, I just watched a documentary called "Happy Happy Joy Joy" on uh, John K. John C- Chris Flucci and Ren and Stimpy. Oh shit! And it was amazing. I loved it. I was a little worried. You still uh, my, love that show? My, me and my son watch it, so I, I kind of wanted to watch it with him. But I knew there was a little stink on that guy since Me Too. So I was mm-hmm. like, I want to watch this without him first, and I'm glad I did. Because an hour plus into it, so just the tail end of it, is all about these allegations that have come out about them via BuzzFeed. It's like they're talking about the BuzzFeed article, which fucking broke the news. So that tells you something right there. But um, and they and they interview the girl and they interview him. And she was uh, she was 14 when she started writing him and by the time it got to him, they show the notebook. It's an inch and a half thick of the letters she had written to him. And he started reading them when she was 16 and he wrote back and she was drawn. She was an aspiring cartoonist and she was obsessed with him. And he was like, this is fucking awesome because I'm an egomaniac. <laughs> right. And he ended up, she ended up moving in with him and they had a relationship for like eight years. And now Buzzfeed <laughs> comes along and breaks this news and is like, like he's done. I, I, they didn't talk about it in the movie, but uh, Lanny was reading some stuff afterwards, and um, Comedy Central is bringing Ren and Stimpy back without mm. him because of this, because of wow. these these allegations. Interesting. And and I do think from watching that that John John K is a creep, but like he kind of always has been. But creeps make the best Look at fucking his show. Ma- I know, right? 
Like, is it a big right. surprise to anyone? Is it a big surprise? You think to... you think you can watch Ren and Stimpy and think the person that wrote that that created that show is mentally stable? Is it any surprise that the people <laughs> who obsess over that show all these years later aren't creeps themselves? Aren't weird? I'm not saying right. creeps isn't necessarily, but they're into creepy humor. And if he was to contact them, do you think he should scale it back because we're in 2023 or 2018 is when the BuzzFeed article came out, which I think I pin, I figure that's that's the height of me too, right? 2018, give or take, yeah, yeah. And I don't know, man. Me too. Really, it got everyone's attention, everyone's attention, and it fucked a lot of shit up. It it and and it's all bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was such silly nonsense to the point to where any time that I would agree with someone, I would just write hashtag me too. Um, instead of saying just me too, I would hashtag me too just in ridiculous like shit just to try to fuck with the algorithm of anybody that was searching for it. Mm -hmm. Just because it was such a silly movement. Like, oh. I get it. There's some creeps out there, but... To start saying that, like, oh, this guy, we went home drunk, and I didn't, I, I woke up and he was ugly, so me too. Yeah, you it, know, that's, like that's when everything shifted, shifted on, from man. being choices. Like we used to be able, when I say we, I mean women used to be able to make shitty choices and fuck dudes that they probably shouldn't have fucked, but now they do that, and it can, they can end the guy. They're mm -hmm. they're capable of doing it. It's happened to like a local yep. guy around here um it happened well, everybody to... remembers the big freaking duke uh like lacrosse team shit where some bitch said that they gang raped her or something and uh it turned out she was lying ruined those kids yeah. lives sure ruined yeah. those kids lives and it came out later that she was lying that's always been a distinct possibility and with me too it became believe all women became believe right. all women under all circumstances and it's like that don't fly man that's not cool that doesn't make sense in the grand yeah, scheme was, of things there was a somebody there was some girl that was on a podcast and somebody was like yeah believe all girls at all the time all the time and he and she goes you just rape me and he was like well come on and he was like nope no mm -hmm. you just rape me you have to believe me all the time you just raped me yeah sorry it's uh and he was like well and was, he, she was like see it's that fucking easy it's dumb it it like, makes no sense it makes as much sense as if we said believe all children uh right. under under every circumstance we need to believe all children now that that's super loaded right because on its own we could say well children are manipulable so someone could manipulate them into to saying something that's not true right, right. you know yeah. uh and if What's and, it, and also if that was the sentiment anybody across if it was the believe, board. believe all children and then all of a sudden you get that fucking asshole kid who hates their parents all they got to do is say oh my dad he raped me i don't even remember the circumstances but i know it happened well right. we got to believe him we better put that dad in jail you know like yeah. it's it's a fucking dangerous believe all territory blank is the dumbest shit in the world and then you also like, examine with me too uh I believe it was I, I, there were like a couple of key people who started the whole thing. And I can't remember who all of them were, but one of the main players was um, Asia Argento, Dario Argento's daughter, who is dating 
or something. Um, uh, the 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 chef guy who who committed suicide or got offed or whatever. Uh, oh, Anthony Bourdain. Anthony Bourdain. And Asia Argento was like a huge proponent of all of this Me Too stuff, and she herself is like an like undoubtedly a, a rapist in quotes by the standards that we talk. She, there's there's like a movie where she plays a, a a teenager's mother, and she during that and the guy was a real the actor was a real teenager at the time. And she was in a multi-year relationship with him after that, when he was like 14 and she was like 35. And it's like, come on, you guys are going to, you guys need to eat yourselves already. Eat your fucking selves. Right. Because you're all fucking guilty of all of this shit. If that's, if that's guilty in the first place, which I'm going to argue isn't fucking guilty in the first place necessarily. Well, you know, every situation has more nuance to it. I wish we could just be funny again. Like, can we just be I, hold on, funny? I want to I I drive this in before we get back to funny, because <laughs> I'm angry. Uh, why aren't we canceling the shit out of Mick Jagger and fucking every rock star of the 60s? Um, Mick Jagger, uh, I, the guy from the Mamas and the Papas, daughter, I forget her name in the eighties or nineties. She came out as um, talking about being when she was like 14, she was, her dad gave her to Mick Jagger, basically gave her to the Rolling Stones and they kept her high on heroin 24 hours a day. And we give her cocaine to get her up and going so they could have her. She was a sex toy for them. She was that whole time. And the reaction back then was well you know it was the 60s man <laughs> they were rock what? stars and uh and she she went on like a bunch of talk shows and stuff and like tried to tell her story but no one really had any sympathy for her um because i mean come on dude though it was mick jagger like aren't you kind of stoked that you got to have sex with mick jagger through your whole childhood and like i don't know like i i know we could dig at every rock star ever there's a fucking Frank Zappa line where he's where he's like, it doesn't bother me at all that you're only 16 years old. Yeah. You know, um, like there's a Frank plethora. An interesting guy. I'm sure he was by today's standards. Anyway, he was a pedophile. He wasn't considered that in the 60s because back then, 14 year old girls, rock stars or not all slept with 20 year old dudes and 20 year old dudes were having sex with 14 year old girls. It was like a really yes. common thing. So when people would come forward and say this happened, everyone go, yeah, of course that fucking happened. We all did that. There's all sorts of lyrics and songs back then about, about liking the younger girls and all of that shit. You ever see that movie? Um, you know who Arlo Guthrie is? Yep. Uh, uh, Woody Guthrie's son. And he had an album that was called Alice's restaurant. And the, they made a movie. We played every Thanksgiving for my entire fucking life. The the, the album. Yep. Did, did you ever see the movie? They made a movie no, of it. I had in that movie. I don't remember the age, but I want to say thirteen years old. And I don't know about the actress, but there is a naked girl when he comes home. There's a naked girl waiting for him in his bed to have sex with him, and he's like, "What are you? What are you doing in here?" Because he's like a nice guy, right? And she says, "Well." I'm here. I have sex with the guys in all the groups. 
And he's like, he's like, puts her coat around her, you know, covers her up. And he's like, he's like, how old are you? And she's like, I'm 16. And he's like, really? She's like, no, I'm, I'm 13. You know, I ran away from home. And he's like, let me help you get home. You know, and it's like, it's kind of a sweet moment. But that was, that movie's made in like, what, 1968? <laughs> and that was speaking to real shit that was happening all the time. 13 year old girls running away from home and trying to sleep with all the guys from all the bands. And the guys, and, and that was clearly the way it was portrayed in that he was different. He was not one of them. I mean, probably was in real life, but you know, wanted to right. look nice. <laughs> right. Uh, but, um, and, and the girl, she's probably 13. The actress is probably fucking 13. That movie might not be available anymore because it might be classified as fucking child pornography or something. Yeah. You know, very possibly. Um, but yeah, we played uh, Alice's restaurant. Everything. Yeah, that's so that we, we didn't every year and shit. Yeah, it was on the radio here every year and we'd often put it on and we had the album kicking around We'd listen to it. I liked side B of that record a lot. It had that. I don't want I don't want a pickle. I just want to ride on my motorcycle. <laughs> Dude, freaking Arlo Guthrie is like uh, he's undercover, man. Like not a lot of people know Arlo Guthrie. Like, oh, dude, that's, he's that's he's particular great. shit. Yeah, he's great. Although I, I questioned him a whole lot when I was doing my deep dive on uh, on Woodstock. He had a lot to say about mm-hmm. Woodstock, and a lot of it I was going. Hmm. Although he was one of the, because he was he's one of the people who says four hundred thousand people, my ass. There were millions and millions of people there. There were so many more than ever got counted. I tend to go smaller rather than bigger. But it's he's part of the uh, the the puzzle that you put together to go. No one knows what fucking happened to that goddamn oh, event. No. <laughs> Nobody well, that, knows. I used to watch the Woodstock video all the time when uh-huh. I was a kid. We'd get we'd smoke big ass joints and uh, and just watch the Woodstock video. Um, and I had the Woodstock album. Like I was super hippie in high school, and uh, man, some of the video that you get from the the documentary Woodstock is crazy man there are people everywhere mm-hmm. everywhere man there's cars lined up on the streets it is just insane there's it's a, insane there's a couple of scenes of note in that movie i don't know how long it's been since you've seen it do you remember the chemtrails do you no. remember a guy looking at the camera and saying why are they spraying chemicals over top of us, man? They're trying to control the weather and they're trying to shut this thing down. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Which there was, there was a huge like monsoon came through on the last day or whatever. Oh, fuck, you're right. Cause then it got all super muddy. Uh huh. And I'm vaguely recalling that part. Yeah, it's, it's uh, like a real, it's a real brief moment. You can see it on YouTube though. It's easy. It's an easy search. Kim Trails Woodstock. You'll, you'll get it. Um, interesting yeah. interesting it's uh yeah another a, a big thing to note that i've i've looked at what they say things were supposed to be but the moon phase is not what the moon phase was supposed to be at that time when you can see the moon it's like a it's like a left half but it was supposed to be like a, a sliver of the right kind of a thing interesting and that makes it go you go huh well either our records are wrong or it wasn't filmed on the date that they say it was filmed. Right. Or it was filmed in multiple places at multiple times and structured together to look bigger than it was. 
My dad was there. Was he there? Uh, no shit. Yeah. I'm always looking for people who were who my dad who either was were there. or knew. He said something. it was fucking insane. Yeah. Yeah, my my dad was, you know, in 69, my dad was 24. Uh-huh. And like had family in New York and shit. Yeah, yeah. Um so yeah, he went. He was a rich kid, so he was he was there partying the whole time. Dude, okay, we we should pull back from this because this opens up. I got like <laughs> I got about ten stock questions ready for you. <laughs> All right, we can go but through it, man. Because yeah, I, yeah, I we love can... Woodstock, man. I grew up fucking kind of like not like studying it, studying it, but yeah, but you were like into it, watching documentaries about it, and listening to the music. And dude, that's and I, something happened. I don't doubt that your dad was at a place, but I've come to right. just question. The whole fucking thing. And the only reason that I think that that's significant is because it was three days that changed a gener that defined a generation. You know, right. it's like, it's like it was this, it was a, a cultural phenomenon that was so important that it just seems like we should, we should be able to, without a doubt, know that it happened, when it happened, where it happened, how, who was there, you Oops. know, all that kind it of stuff. It was like, it was the first festival. Like yeah. it was the first big multi big, big, hu big. huge band festival because mm -hmm. huge bands were there, massive, massive bands were there. Yeah. Um, and it was uh it was wild. It was wild. Like, I would have loved I always wanted to be there when I was a kid. I was like, fuck, what a time, man. Well, like, shit's... How cool would that be? Just this listening last weekend. to my favorite music and you know, having a party in the whole time. This last weekend in Chicago was Lollapalooza. Supposedly there were 400,000 still happens. Yeah. Right. That's what I said. Uh, supposedly there were 400,000 people there went off without a hitch. That's the same number that they say was at, at that, yeah. that Wikipedia will tell you it's between four and 500,000 people were at stock, yeah. but Nobody knows well, how many people. <laughs> um, I I lived in Austin for a long time, and they have ACL Austin City Limits Festival that used to be one weekend, and now it's two weekends. And man, hundreds of thousands of people come there. You just avoid the downtown area when you're a local. <laughs> yeah, you just avoid that area for three days. You're like, nope, I'm not yeah. going down there. Fuck that We're, shit. Mm -mm. If you're local, you're either there or you're avoiding the shit out of it. <laughs> right. Yeah, because yeah, for a while we went every year. Like uh -huh. I went to ACL every year. I went to South by Southwest every year. Mm -hmm. South by Southwest, I would take the week off of work. Yeah. And just go hang out downtown Austin for a week, basically. Yeah. Like I'd get up because there was there was shows and you never knew who you were gonna run across. Like, you know, the middle of the day, you know, like music would start playing around like 10 in the morning. And so you'd see people like in crazy, weird, random venues at like 11 in the morning, you know, like crazy shit. A buddy of mine was watching a freaking um, some random ass like metal band or some shit at like two in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. And they were like, all right, we're going to take a break. Our friend Robert Plant's going to take the stage. And fucking what? Robert Plant <laughs> took the stage at two in the afternoon in some random Damn. dive bar. Dude. That's an experience. Yeah. And he played for like 45 fucking minutes. Hell yeah. Yeah. He was like, dude, it was the craziest shit in the world. And then you run into like superstars. There's always stories about Bill Murray popping up all over the place. Like those are wild times, but 
we can get into that kind of shit on another show because that yeah, is let's, a, let's, that is let's, a completely uh, different show. Let's we, let's talk we, about music festivals soon. It's uh yeah, it's, I'm down. It's, it's a hot topic. Too. Growing up in Austin and you growing up in you know a, an area but that was very more. music. <laughs> Yeah. Well, then the well, the we had Pacific Bumbershoot. Northwest Bumber Shoot in Seattle. I think it still goes yeah. on where it's the, multi blocks. It's the whole downtown basically shuts down and they have huge bands for for like four days in a row. Well, and, and you're up in the areas where where big bands like like the Grateful Dead and Fish would go. And so you had a, those kind of things. That's a whole nother. That's kind of a subtopic to the festival thing where the the traveling festivals, which I think you and I have talked about a little bit before. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, that's a whole show. We could talk about festivals and music and crazy shit because those were good times, man, in the 90s and early 2000s. Yeah. That shit was a blast. Well, that's uh. see with all that. If we if we try to tie that back in with the comedy thing, a lot of the shit that went on at those festivals wouldn't be okay anymore oh yeah you know um yeah just on on its own um i'm sure have you seen the uh woodstock is it woodstock 99 documentary oh, yeah yeah it's out there and like by the end of it it's like all these girls being like yeah i was basically repeatedly raped the entire time because that was just the culture as it was in 1999 and it's like Hmm, that wasn't that long ago. And then ago. there's that fire festival or whatever. Fire that... festival. I'm interested in that too. I, I haven't done any real big research on it. I watched like part of a documentary about it, and I was just like, "Whoa!" I, I haven't. I haven't what? either. I haven't even seen the documentary. There's, there's two of them at least. And uh, I, as I as I was getting into this festival stuff, I was like, "What if all the festivals have been fire fest, and like none of them were what they say they were?" <laughs> you know, right. it's just a fire fest was with the internet. And Twitter and everyone said what they saw as it happened. And then it and then it just didn't end up being they were like, fuck, we gotta cut this off before before we even get the bands out here. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I may uh if we're gonna do a show about festivals and music and shit, I'll I may I may look into the fire festival because that one's intriguing. Yeah. Well let's let's you know, uh this be inside baseball here. Let's let's both like get into the fire festival and then we'll we'll uh i'm down you know in like a few weeks we'll we'll talk about that and that'll be awesome yeah i'll even watch the uh because there's a documentary about the other the 99 woodstock too. yeah yeah i'll watch that. that and then my own experiences with all the crazy freaking festival shit i did when i was a kid yeah and it'll be a fun show Dude, it'll that'll be a good be one fucking dope well yeah. i think we should wrap it up there instead of We'll we'll wrap it up on the music instead of trying to bring it back to a back. Yeah, that's the fine. Man. I think we I think we exhausted it to some degree. We could keep going on it, but um, yeah. I think we drove in our point of that comedy ain't allowed anymore. <laughs> no, try to make blazing saddles today, and it's never gonna happen. Oh God, no. Oh yeah, Jesus. we didn't even talk about things like Mel Brooks. <laughs> Shit, that's... blazing saddles is like one of the single most offensive movies ever. Yeah, if you want to watch a liberal's head explode, show him fucking blazing saddles. You are not allowed to quote blazing saddles anymore. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, where are all the white women at? <laughs> yeah, right there. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, good times. All right. Well, with this, Bob, I'm super content with it, even though, yeah, you know, get a little Always. angry when we talk about Me Too and things like that. And I'm a little sad. I'm saddened by the, the state of comedy and all those kinds of yeah, things. But that's I'm all right. We we ended on a high note with music. 
which yeah. is something you and I both, you know, cherish. So, so let's let's call it content. Right, put a nail in, content. man. All right. All right. We'll see with you that, next week. I'll bid you adieu. Thank you.